If you've ever experienced seasonal depression or seasonal affective disorder, then you probably know just how difficult it is to actually get anything done and be productive. Now, if you're not familiar with seasonal affective disorder or SAD for short, it is a type of depression that is related to a change in the seasons. Now, Mayo Clinic says that SAD begins and ends at about the same times every year. They also share that if you're like most people with SAD, your symptoms start in the fall and continue into the winter months, which sap your energy and make you feel moody. And these symptoms often resolve during the spring and summer months. Now, from my understanding, this arises because it gets darker a lot earlier during the winter time, so it feels just a bit more gloomy. And in addition, people start feeling extra lonely during the holiday season if they're already feeling lonely and or have experienced a loss of a loved one. Now, all of that to say, If you are experiencing this, I really do understand that when you are feeling this way, it is so difficult to get anything done. And then you start feeling guilty and shaming yourself for not being productive, which in turn causes you to get even less done. If you know, you know. So that being said, This episode is going to walk you through five tips to help you be more productive when you are experiencing this in this season because these are things that will actually help you navigate through and help you manage the symptoms you're experiencing. Now, I do have a disclaimer before we get into this episode. I am not a doctor, okay? If you are feeling led to see a doctor for this, please see a doctor. These are simply some things that have helped me and others through this kind of experience. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right in. Hey queen, welcome to Reclaim Terrain. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you work so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in this same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a successful Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. So if you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battle spiritually instead of physically, take bold action on your God-given callings, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you're in the right place. Go ahead and reheat your coffee, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. So before we dive headfirst into these five tips, I just want to say that I did not include scripture or prayer in these tips, but I do want you to know 
that those are honestly the number one thing to do. And I just want to throw that out there. I mention scripture or prayer in just about every episode. So if you've listened to this podcast, then you already know how important I truly believe and know it to be. But if you have not listened to this podcast and this is your first experience tuning in, then I just want to make sure you know that I believe without a shadow of a doubt that the number one way to navigate seasonal depression or any depression is with Jesus. It is with scripture. It is with prayer. It is with praise. And I talk about this a lot in other episodes. And I even explain how to use scripture and prayer and praise to fight those battles in addition to some other incredible tips. Now, I say all of this to say that in this episode, We're getting very tangible and practical, but I just wanted to make sure that I express the importance of learning how to biblically fight your battles. So if you want to hear more about spiritual tools and biblically working through heaviness or trying times, then I've got three different episodes for you to check out after this one. So the first one is episode number 42. It's titled five steps to biblically work through feelings of heaviness, discouragement, and disappointment. The next one is episode number four, which is how to trust God and move forward in the valleys of life and business. And then we've got episode two, which is five reasons you might be self-sabotaging and how to biblically stop it. So definitely check out those episodes after this one. I know you will gain so much from them, but now that those episodes are in your mental podcast queue, let's go ahead and dive into tip number one. So the very first way you can be more productive when you are experiencing this is to get as much light as possible. Now, the reason for this is when sunlight actually enters your eyes, it stimulates the part of your retina that then cues your brain to produce a hormone called serotonin. Now, serotonin is actually associated with boosting your mood and it plays a role in just regulating that and also regulating your emotion and appetite and digestion. So as you can see, this is actually very, very, very important. And because it gets so much darker so much earlier in the day, it becomes even more important to get as much light as possible when you can. Now, obviously, you can do this by going to take walks throughout the day, taking breaks, just getting outside. And one of my favorite things to do, too, is when I first wake up, I love to go outside immediately when I first wake up. I love to just go walk my dog. Maybe this isn't possible for you. I totally get that. But maybe do your best to just open the blinds as soon as you wake up because that is going to help you wake up. And the big thing about seasonal depression or seasonal affective disorder is that a symptom of that is actually oversleeping and just sleeping too much and just being so exhausted. So the more light that you actually bring into your day-to-day and get into your life, and the more you're actually going outside, you will have a better chance of boosting your mood. Now, as a side note, something that I really, really love is something called a dawn simulator or a sunrise alarm clock, where essentially I actually like to use an alarm clock instead of my phone because the alarm clock that I have actually wakes me up with 
light. Now, you, it also has, like, the capability of sound. And, you know, I do, like, birds chirping or water streaming or whatever. But the reason I got this is specifically because it will help wake you up with light. And it will actually start getting lighter uh, before the sound actually comes on. So it actually, again, stimulates that serotonin a little bit earlier. You start waking up a little bit more peacefully than you would if you just did that blaring alarm on your phone. So I highly recommend getting something like that. That's going to help you wake up more peaceful. It's going to actually help you have a little bit more energy because of the light coming through. It is just, it's such a good investment. And I think you can just go on Amazon and get them for like 30 bucks or 20 bucks. I got mine off Amazon and I'll actually link that in the show notes for you just so you know what I'm talking about. And then you can find one for yourself. Okay, so let's move into tip number two. Now, tip number two is to do something fun every day. Now, I know this seems a little like, huh? Like, how is this going to help me be more productive? Well, because if you do something fun every day, you will actually get to be a lot more present and a lot more focused when you are getting work done. And it'll actually, again, boost your mood, right? So you aren't feeling like, oh, oh my goodness, like, I just don't like life right now. I just don't like this day. I just want to get to tomorrow. No, this will actually help boost your mood. And if you do something fun every single day, again, you're just going to be a happier, more joyful person all around, which means you will wind up getting more done and just being more productive and be more clear and focused when you are working. So that being said, how can you do something fun? Well, one, start a new hobby. If you don't have a hobby, start a new one. Find a new one or do more of what you already love to do that's not work. So for me, this looks like swing dancing or going dancing or reading fiction books. That's another big one for me. I love doing stuff like that. I also love axe throwing and going to escape rooms. I love just trying new places, going to new coffee shops. Like this is just fun for me. I also love games, just in general. Games are just my favorite thing. Um, (laughs) I love playing pool. Like I love those kinds of activities. And I found that when I am proactively making sure that I am bringing these activities into my life, I am just much more happy all around. I'm more present. I'm more focused. I it, It's just so different. So I highly recommend making sure you do something fun every day. That doesn't mean you go to an escape room every single day, right? Like I said, another one of my favorite things to do is reading fiction books. Like I love it. Or just going to a coffee shop or just exploring a new place in my town. Like it doesn't have to be anything elaborate, but also I love swing dancing. I go once a week. There are so many things that you can do if you do not have something in mind. So start a new hobby and just see how that goes. Now, next up is tip number three, and that is to prioritize social activities. Now, sometimes tip number two and tip number three can go together, right? So if you're doing something fun, maybe you're doing it with a friend. You know, maybe that's not every day, though, because maybe you're reading and maybe that doesn't mean you're doing it with another person, right? So tip number three, it's social activities. Now, this is also important because for one, 
it's going to help boost your mood. And number two, it's going to help you actually maybe even express how you're feeling. You know, relationships are super important and we are meant to be in a community. So that being said, here are some ways that you can actually prioritize social activities. So number one, if you are not in a church, get connected with a church. If you do not have a church, just visit a church. And if you're already connected with a church, join a small group. If you're already in a small group, you know, actually take the time to share what's going on with them and or schedule some time to hang out with them outside of the small group. Get to know them outside of what you're already doing with the church. Now, some other ways you can prioritize social activities would be to just make sure you call a friend or a family member every day, maybe for just 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be the same person, but make sure that you are actively doing something like that to stay connected. Another thing that you can do is get an accountability buddy. Maybe like you guys just decide you want to do something fun every week together. Do that with them. And then another way that you can prioritize social activities would be to volunteer or do community service. Or maybe that's, you know, a new hobby. Maybe you want to volunteer at the animal shelter or maybe you want to volunteer at the homeless kitchen. Maybe that's something that is fun for you, but also a way for you to get involved in your community and to prioritize being social. And the really beautiful thing about this is that oftentimes when we are helping others, that often helps us and boosts our mood because we are meant to help others and we are meant to serve and that's how God made us. So of course that is also going to boost our mood. So we are able to focus more when we sit down and do things. So now we are moving on to tip number four, which is movement. Now, as it does with other forms of depression, Exercise can also help alleviate SAD. Now, outdoor exercise may be most helpful for relieving SAD symptoms because you're getting that sunlight. Remember that boosts serotonin. But if you can't exercise outside because it's too cold or it's snowy or icy or you know, rainy or whatever the case may be, you know, try using a treadmill or a stationary bike or, you know, an elliptical machine if you have one. Go to a gym nearby or, you know, just do some body movements inside, right? So do some strength training with using your body weight. Or if you're like me, a really fun way to get some movement in when it is raining outside if you're not going to go for a walk because like I said, I love going on walks. This is my favorite way to just get my movement in every single day is just going on long walks. But if that is not possible, you can do what I like to do and that is to dance in the house. <laughs> I love to just dance and you can totally do that. But if that is not your thing, you know, get like a um, like a, a fitness app or something on your TV and do like a workout there or do some body weight exercises. And so now we are moving into the final tip, but I promise you this one is definitely not the least. This one is so important. In fact, I did an entire podcast episode on this one and that is to practice and embody gratitude. Now, gratitude is so important for boosting your mood. It actually helps you feel more positive. It helps you just improve your health. It helps you build strong relationships. There's so many incredible things when it comes to embodying 
gratitude. Now, I want you to notice how I said embody gratitude instead of feel grateful because there is a difference. And I talk all about this difference in episode 45. Episode 45 is titled Three Ways to Embody Gratitude When Life and Business Get Hard. So I want to end this podcast episode today by sharing that particular episode with you because again, this is going to be a tip that is going to help you be more productive when you are experiencing that seasonal depression or that seasonal affective disorder because embodying gratitude is going to be a way for you to actually fight against that and actually overcome that and navigate those symptoms to where you are fully embodying gratitude instead of embodying this depression that you might be experiencing. All of that to say, that concludes the five tips to help you be more productive when you are experiencing seasonal depression. I really hope this episode blessed you. Now, if you have any questions or you just want to let me know that you'll be implementing these tips, please join our Facebook group. I absolutely love to interact with you over there. You can join the group by searching Reclaimed Terrain on Facebook for it and then just join us that way or you can grab the link for it in the show notes. Now, in addition, if you love this podcast and you love content like this, then you have got to get on the list for Make It Rain Mail so you can get faith-fueled life and business coaching delivered straight to your inbox. If you want to do this, you can do so by heading to bit.ly slash power prompts. I will also have the link for you in the show notes. I cannot wait to see you in my inbox and over in the Facebook group. Bye, friend. Hey queen, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a written review of the show over on Apple Podcasts. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories on Instagram and tag me at Hannah Brindley. I can't wait to see you over there. So much love to you.